It's time for Sports Wrap on 760 WJR. All right, this is the wrap on 760 WJR. To a car phone we go. Dave, thanks for hanging on. You're on 760. Gentlemen, and Stephen Dan, you got the chemistry. It's cooking. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Are you calling us from your office? I'm doing Sports Center tonight with Are you uh, really? Dan Patrick. Well, yes. I'm very impressed. By the way, give Dan our best. He's a good man. And, I will. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Dan, Chuck Swirsky says hi. This is the best sports rap has ever been, in my opinion. Now, here's your host, Chris Renwick. Oh, happy Saturday to you, and welcome into Sports Rap. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy with you this evening. And as we continue moving forward here in the summer, weather's getting really nice. And uh, quite frankly, golf has just picked up and it's become such a a, a go to it, at least it has uh, through all of COVID. It became one of the only things you could do outside. And, and that kind of success that a lot of golf courses around the state have seen has only continued into this year. And I don't know if you were able to, to listen all week to the late morning show with Guy Gordon, uh, but we were on our 2021 Pure Michigan Golf Tour, and, and we hit some of, in my opinion, some of the best golf courses that this state has to offer. And and I, I kind of want to take the time today to go through some of the courses. We'll let you listen in on some of the conversations that Guy Gordon had uh, with, with some of the golf professionals uh, at these courses and these resorts. Uh, but we started our, our week uh, out uh, kind of in the northwest section of the Lower Peninsula, just southwest of, of Traverse City in, in a beautiful little resort uh, town in uh, town. It looks like a little town in at Crystal Mountain. It's a fantastic place, Nick. I know you were up there with us, and we did the show from up there. Um, it, it but it's it, aside from all the golf, the the resort is fantastic. There's a ton of stuff to do, but they've got two really good golf courses in Mountain Ridge and Betsy Valley, and we got to play both of them Saturday and Sunday. Um, and and it's hard to beat some of the views, the vistas. Of Mountain Ridge, it's an absolutely beautiful course, and and it's a it's a relatively forgiving course if you're golfers like you or I. Yeah, uh, the elevation changes were awesome. Uh, the view off of I think it was 16 on Mountain Ridge was fantastic, oh. and like you said, it was it's a great resort. It's not just a, a place to go play golf. It's great for the whole family. I mean, I saw so many kids and moms and, and just families uh, at the resort in the pool. Indoor pool, outdoor pool, having fun on the big uh, ski hill, um, but yeah, we had we had some, we had some fun golfing too. So the the, the one thing about I, I think the Mountain Ridge course is uh, obviously the the elevation changes were they posed some some difficulties, but it, it was never I never felt like as a pretty mediocre golfer, and that's probably being a little uh, 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 generous to my game. But I thought Mountain Ridge in in general was um, relatively forgiving. I mean, if if you've got the, as I like to call it, I don't have a slice. I've got a power fade. So for me, it's on purpose, when I hit yeah. my when I hit my power fade, it's it, I, I'm never really penalized for it, especially on the 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 you know the dog legs right. But even the dog legs left, where every where your the hole is, you know, fading away to your left. You, you're never really penalized. And for an average golfer, that's a really appealing golf course to play. Yeah, and it wasn't really target golf, which is where, I mean, 
you kept the driver in the hand even if it was a dog leg left and you have that power right. fade. Uh, and they also have some very generous trees. I know Guy had said that with one of the interviewers uh, he had on Monday. I mean, we hit it in the woods three times on some holes, and they all bounce back into the fairway. So the Great. trees are forgiving. Um, it's it's wide enough where you're you're not getting penalized two strokes every time you hit the hit the power fade. So yeah, it was good for golfers like us. It's a fa- it's a fantastic course, and then you and then we played Betsy Valley, and it's a little bit different. And Betsy Valley is a little more of a shot maker's course. You got to find the, the the place on the fairway where you want to put it. Um, and you got to make the play. And it, that is a, a, a course where it was a little more difficult. It, it, you were a little more penalized if you didn't hit good shots. Now, there were some some renovations going on and some upkeep and, and uh, some of the changes that are happening with the course in terms of uh, they were they were doing a little bit of deforestation at some places to make it a little more uh favorable if you've got a if you got a nasty slice like i do um but with all that being said that is a really nice course Uh, even among all of the the work that they're doing to it you can see why it's it's an original course that they've got it was their original course that they've got there um but it's 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 it provides a nice challenge in a different way yeah definitely and i think it was 10 where you're going up the mountain was just a really different hole that I haven't really played anywhere. I mean, that kind of elevation change that you get on 10 on Betsy Valley was such a unique hole. I mean, you're talking about a, you know, I mean, it, it was a, it was a, a in term as far as golfers go, as far as the game goes, it's about as dead vertical as you're going to see. I mean, it was a straight uphill, you know, uh, probably 200 and, 30 240 maybe 60 yards um, of just a dead vertical hill that you really need to try to get it over the hill or else you're going to have some trouble in, in the the back end of that hole was was a little bit of a dog leg right so there were certainly m- many more challenging holes uh, at Betsy Valley but but you talk about what Crystal Mountain is uh, they, they are a, a a four seasons resort they've got a lot of different options for you but in terms of golf they've got a, a lot of really good uh, at least tournaments specifically for women. They've got the the uh, Michigan Women's Open and the Pro Am that's coming up later this month. They've got the Women's Open that's coming up. Uh, it, the the Women's Open and Pro Am is June 26th. The Open is June 28th uh, through the 30th. And there's a forty thousand dollar purse on that. It, it's a fantastic uh, tournament, and it's, anybody can join. Any women golfers can join. And Guy Gordon and the head golf professional at Crystal Mountain, Greg Babinick, talked all about that. Joined by Greg Babinick, who's the head golf professional here at Crystal Mountain. Uh, two tracks that both have distinctive characters. Yes, they do, Guy. Very much so. Our Betsy Valley is. Was the first original golf course here, and it's had it's gone through a number of renovations and um, another one happening that we may or may not talk about. But it's a more strategic golf course. It does require a lot more accuracy off the tee, while the mountain ridge is a little more open and much more playable. Let me talk about that accuracy off the tee for a moment, um, because on the on the seventeenth hole, I and I, I think this is a Crystal Mountain feature that you just don't trumpet enough. I hit it into the woods three times, and each time the woods threw the ball back. So have you tra- have you trained the forest here? Are there hobbits in the trees? What's, what's going on there, Greg? Well, we do have some of the friendliest trees in northern Michigan, <laughs> uh, and especially on the mountain ridge. You know, you mentioned 17. On, there are a lot of trees out here. So as you've seen, um, 
Well, this, yeah. this was on Betsy Valley, and it was, I mean, it just got funny because I was having some real. Tr- I played fairly well. I get to the seventeenth, and bam, into the woods. Oh, it came out. Bam, another one. It came out. And I went, wow, this is like Camelot or Oz. You know, it's enchanted here. Um, one of the things that uh, that I noticed, especially on Mountain Ridge, it is more generous. And if you are a, a rip it, grip it kind of guy, you're going to enjoy that course. But either one you'll find that the greens are in great shape. And one of the things that I really appreciate is, is you know, there are folks that believe that they've got to be huge undulations in and, and order for it to be respected. I found these greens fun, which is what we're here to do, and yet they were still challenging and very quick. You are absolutely right. Uh, our maintenance crew led by Jason Farah do some of They keep these greens in that kind of shape year-round and you know, we're, we're preparing for the upcoming Michigan Women's Open at the end of the month, but that those greens are in that kind of condition every single day. He does an amazing job. Well, and that's what surprised me. You also must have awfully good patrons here because y- you and I both know, especially when the heat gets big, ball marks tend to, you know, unrepaired ball marks tend to, to mar the green pretty quickly. I don't think I saw a scar on any green while I was while I was here, so congratulations! You've you've got you've got good patrons, good visitors, and obviously a great uh, superintendent. Um, in terms of the uh, people, may notice that you're doing some forestry work around Betsy Valley. I know that's really about wildfires and making sure that you're being better managers of your resources here. But I've got a. It, I thought you might be planning a new course. <laughs> Uh, it, it looks like it, kind it of, does. yeah. But I do have to say, I, I was in the water so many times off of number one on Betsy that I thought instead of Betsy Valley, it just should be Betsy Wetsy because <laughs> I, was, I had that many wet off the tee. Uh, but, so it is strategic in terms of you've got to choose the right club off the tee. And um, there is, it is a target golf, almost like a, a Nicholas-type uh, target golf uh, playability on that yeah the front nine of the betsy is exactly that with the water on the right and left and long on number one and there's water on a number of other holes and uh, you just you just got to pick and choose where you're going to be aggressive and where you're not going to be aggressive so i had the good fortune of running into my next door neighbor who i didn't know was up here uh she's up here for your golf school excellent and i just got to tell you she had incredibly nice things to say about your instructors i think women come into the golf school scenario with a little bit of trepidation that, they, they, you know, they might be patronized by the guys that are running the school. She said that uh, nothing but the, the greatest experience she's had since she took up golf, I think it was two or three years ago. And so congratulations on that. But you guys have all the latest tools in tech. That is great to hear, Guy. Uh, our instructional program is led by our director of instruction, Edna Pratt. Yeah, with the help of uh, Brandon Dean over the course of uh, most golf schools that have more than four people in it. And uh, Eddie is one of the most educated and knowledgeable people about the golf swing, and I'm so glad to hear you say that uh, the, the women's open schools are very, very popular, and we have room for more. Which is a great thing. So let's say we've got a, a couple of guys, and uh, they want to come out here and play golf, but maybe their wives are just getting into the game, maybe a little bit intimidated about coming up to a, you know, a Class A course like Crystal Mountain offers. They can go into the golf school, and they can you know, have great fun. And your amenities here, i got to tell you, the kids' splash pool, <laughs> I, I don't even want to call it a play area because that doesn't describe it. It's like a, it's like a mini high ropes course. It just looks like so much fun. I wanted to be eight or nine years old again to, to get on it. You've really catered to families here. We do. This is a, a, known throughout the Midwest as a, the, one of the most popular family resorts there is because there is so much to do besides golf and besides skiing in the wintertime. 
the the outdoor pool, the, the the indoor pool, the spa, the um alpine slide which is now up and running again. Which is uh, like is the alpine slide is like a luge run. Uh you're in kind of a like or a bobsled run and you're on what a little coaster kind of a thing that you come down? Exactly. You're on a coaster and you push down the two levers with your arms and as long as you're holding those levers down it'll go faster and you know it, you're at the mercy of gravity and as, if you want to slow down you let go of those things and I, let them I, up. So I cool. rode on it 30 years ago <laughs> when I was working for TV 9 and 10 up here and it, they first opened it and I went on a run and thank goodness it has brakes. Uh but <laughs> it's it is fun. I mean it is a, it, it is a thrill. Uh, so many things to do up here, and I also have to say, sitting in the Level 4 lounge and watching the sunset behind your mountain oh my. may be one of the best spots in Michigan. And you've also got a scenic overlook between 15 and 16 on the Mountain Ridge course that was, I mean, breathtaking. You're absolutely right. That is a very popular spot. You know, the Level 4 lounge is, is great. Uh, that view up there is amazing, both directions, because you, you sit up there in the morning and watch the sunrise, too. It's, it. it it really is a neat spot, and uh, the top of the mountain is uh, very popular as well. Well, continued success here, Greg. We're going to be singing the praises of Crystal Mountain and, uh, and just also the great value here. I think you guys, your price points on the, on the two courses, spot on. I actually think you may be underselling Betsy Valley a little bit because I, I, I think it's a great course that people really need to come up and play. Well, that's great to hear, Guy. Thank you for uh, all you've done. And we, uh, we sure appreciate it, and thanks for being such great hosts. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll talk to you about a couple other courses that we played on our 2021 Pure Michigan Golf Tour, give you some of our thoughts on those. All that and more coming up on Sports Wrap next here on WJR. Now back to more Sports Wrap. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick. All right, welcome back into Sports Wrap. In terms of one of the more difficult courses, in my opinion, at least, that we played on the 2021 Pure Mission Golf Tour, was at Treetops. It's the Fazio. Now, if you're a player that, that has some trouble staying in the fairway, you're going to have some trouble on the Fazio. And believe me, I, I know from experience now, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough hole because, or it's a tough course because, there's a lot of undulation. And, and not only just on the greens, but I'm talking about in the fairway, in the rough, there's a lot of hazards along the way, and so it makes it a really tough course, even if you put it in the fairway. It, there's no guarantees it's going to stay there. And if you head on out into the rough, it, you could, you, it'll cause you some problems. So the Fazio, a, a really fun course. Lots of elevation changes, and we're there's a little gusty at treetops that day, but a really fun course, a really nice track. And if, if you want to challenge yourself and you don't necessarily want to break the bank, treetops is an excellent resort town, but it's also got great golf. And the Fazio is a fantastic course, and our guy Gordon able to catch up with the general manager, Barry Owens, and they had this to say. Wrapping up our visit to the Gulf Mecca, where I, I got to tell you, the views are spectacular. And you, know, you forget sometimes just what a beautiful state we live in, in here, here in Michigan. And this morning uh, we got up and there was a mist on the valley. And I was reminded of that old song from 
uh, Oklahoma. Oh, what a beautiful morning. It's, it starts out, there's a bright golden haze on the meadow, and that's exactly what we had, Barry <laughs> Owens. And you, you, do you have the, the fog machine that just turns that up for everybody every day? Is we it do. kind of like a Hollywood set where you we just do. create the, the environment? Absolutely, yeah. It's a lot of dry ice. We almost go broke <laughs> buying that stuff, but it works out anyway. I figured. But you've got to pinch yourself that when you get up, you, you go, I live here. I get to do this every day and see this every day. It does. You know, this view that we have right here where my office is located, and uh, there's a view there, too. And uh, um, some mornings I just, I literally do, I'll drive over there and stop there for a second. And I look out there and I go, you know, I could, I could be doing a lot, lot worse as far as a work environment than what I'm doing right now. So I love it. We were laughing last night because we've got some seasoned travel writers here that are in town to, yeah. to, to write about the golf right. mecca. And they were from Florida. Uh, they were from Texas. Uh, folks that are on the Gulf and folks that are on the, the, on the ocean, they see some pretty great sunsets. You should have seen them rushing out to take pictures oh. over your chairlift here on the yeah. west side of the property. Uh, so that they could get a look at that sunset yesterday. That kind of makes you go, you know what, we're pretty cool. When, when the cool kids think we're cool, that, that, that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's, uh, we love to, uh, we get a lot of travelers from those southern states to get up and beat the heat. And um, it's always too, I uh, uh, have a couple friends that come up, and I always like to be there that first time when they like fly into Traverse City Airport there and they get off and they, they have that flight in, and they look around, and they see blue water, green grass, and everything else, and it's so drastically different than what they're experiencing right now in Texas. Well, and I think that's kind of overlooked. I mean, I played the Kingsley course a few years ago. I was astonished by how many Texans there were there and how many Texans had bought property there. Um, water is becoming something that people that live in the Southwest seek in the summer because, and when I say that, it's not the stuff to drink, even though I fear that at some point that will right. become an issue too. Uh, but it's, they, they want to get out of that climate. They do. And it's, uh, you know, and some people don't realize there's already a natural connection between Texas and Northern Michigan because of the oil and gas biz. And that was established many, many years ago. And um, those people in that business, you know, discovered that not only was there um, oil and gas deposits here, but all of a sudden looked around and realized, you know, for a three- or four-month period in the summertime, you know, this rivals anything in the country that we have. That, that's funny because, you know, forget that Amoco and Shell Oil were huge presences up here during the Niagara Reef trend. Right. And, and that, they, that they do have that touchstone that, uh, that I forgot about. I didn't know they came back. I thought they just took the oil and left. <laughs> yeah, no, they're still... And left their money behind, too, thank yeah. goodness. Because, I mean, it, that helped kickstart the economy in a big way around here. It sure did. There's a lot of people that... Uh, that are still in this region that did well for that, that, um, you know, that uh, treasured those times. And, and Antrim Shale gas is a deposit that's still out there. It's just the, those gas prices are so low, a lot of the wells aren't even producing right well, now. Well, and I, I think that's going to change for better or worse. Um, right. But, you know, th- there were communities that benefited from the oil and gas boom, and then when the, the boom left, they didn't. They they kind of had an empty sack. That didn't happen with Gaylord. You guys leveraged that, and you're still here. And there were investments made that were long-term investments that are still paying dividends today. And we're 40 years, 50 years out from the beginning of that that boom. It is, and it's uh, um, you know I, I give who I don't know who created it, but the the Natural Resources Trust Fund that exists in can, our state. There, it, it was a guy named Kerry Cammer. 
He was a he was a state senator, and uh, that's why it was originally called the Cammer Trust Fund because they named it for really? him. Yeah, no, I know. But now, what you and people don't realize what you generated up here through the Natural Resources Trust Fund gets reinvested in the lands in and around here. They've also invested it on Belle Isle, yep. the, the the Millican Park along our riverfront in Detroit. Uh, your mineral deposits up here have paid dividends throughout the state of Michigan. It is, and it's you know one of my personal favorite projects is the. Uh, um, uh, the Bell Iron Trail, uh, Iron Bell Trail, sorry, that travels from Belle Isle all the way up to Iron Mountain with a, a big trailhead that's just being completed right here in Gaylord. And uh, you can hop on a bicycle and ride from here to uh, to Mackinac City. Paul and I did that uh, a couple of years ago, and I think we're still paying for that trip. Is but. that a, kind of an uphill ride? <laughs> so everybody told us it's Or is all, it downhill from Gaylord? I would think that you, is. you know... Everybody told us it's all downhill, but I don't believe that after the trip. Um, and then, you know, we had to stop a couple places to get libations, and they didn't have any water, so we had to get beer while we were going up there, too. So we were a little delayed in getting up there. Do I look like I'm, I'm experiencing pity for you at this moment? I don't think I, don't think I have. Yeah, these are wonderful self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. The other amenities, I mean, Mother Nature has been very kind. You've got great elevation changes here. You've got an incredible forest. And, and Paul was talking about, you've got an elk herd. Where else we do. do we have an elk herd? And, you know, are the, can the general public go out there and view the elk? Every day. Every day, there's a, ironically, the elk herd um, that the city owns is right next to the Elks Club, believe it or not, um, and that is not a, that is not a, that wasn't uh, a branding of, choice. You know, I don't, I, I don't know, <laughs> Paul's an Elks member, so you'd have to have him weigh in on that, but, um, but yeah, they, uh, they have an area that they feed at a certain time every day, and um, you can go by there and you just see cars stacked up, you know, people watching them in the wild there. It is or it, kind of in the wild, I guess. It's just a very, very special place. And uh, I got to tell you, you have something really special in your head chef here, Garrett, who oh. produced a meal last night. That I, know, was, I, I don't know if you that. heard about it, but he did a great job. I know you got a big pig roast coming up. We've got the Trevino event coming up. Ali Trevino coming back. What date is that? July 29th is when Trevino's back. And uh, like I like to say, you know, there's opportunities still if people want to participate. And, uh, how many chances do you get to play with a legend? And uh, there's there's an opportunity for every group that participates in that event will get to hit a shot with Lee from the spot where he made a hole-in-one worth a million dollars. And uh, so it's pretty neat. Which is 20 years ago, those million-dollar moments, I mean, they've kind of become, I wouldn't call them passe, but I mean, that that was real money back then. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure he would love to make another one because we're trying to figure out something here where we can... Uh, Maybe get uh, somebody to buy a bond and or an, an insurance policy that will yeah. pay a million dollars if he, if, he, if he knocks one right. in. What I find interesting is the underwriters have got it all figured out. I was like, well, maybe we could just insure every shot, you know, because he's hitting one with 20 groups, and they'll only insure one for a tour player. So, Even an 81-year-old former Abs- tour player? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, respect to, uh, to, to, to Lee Trevino, yep. uh, the 68 U.S. Open winner, and I think he won majors in three decades. Yeah. Amazing. He is a yeah. living legend. But we look forward to that. Barry Owens, thanks so much for being such thanks, a great Gary. host. We appreciate it. And I lost a couple of golf balls on that course, so I got to go back and see if I can find them or at least redeem myself a little bit on the Fazio. Fantastic course. All right, coming up next, we headed out to Boyne. You talk about some of the courses at that resort. It is a, it is a golfer's paradise. 
They've got fantastic courses. They've got some of the name courses like the Heather and the Ross. But we played a course where they changed some things around, made it a little more forgiving for golfers. And it was a fantastic course. We'll talk about the more at Boyne coming up next here on Sports Wrap. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy here on WJR. Now back to more Sports Wrap. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick. All right, welcome back into Sports Wrap. Happy Saturday to you. You know, uh, I think when you think of Premier Golf in the state of Michigan, there are a couple places you can think of, but Boeing Resorts is on that list. And they've got the the, the higher named or more, or more, I guess, of their famous courses like the Ross or the Heather where they've got famous holes on the Ross. They've, they've, they've really almost perfected these courses. I mean, they are just absolutely beautiful. But there was one of their courses was one of the, the lesser played courses at the, at the, at, at Boyne. And it was because it was such a challenge. And it was a challenge because the fairways were incredibly narrow. And I don't mean because of trees. I mean, because of the rough on the outside, the rough would, would, overtake bunkers it would um it it was it was really encompassing on any of the holes so what the good folks at boyne decided to do at the moor was was expand the fairway take a lot of that rough away and a a lot around a lot of bunkers around a lot of the water they cut it all down to a little bit of a, of a fringe type feel so you may not be on the short grass on the fairway but you're uh, if you're on the fringe You'll be living okay on the more. It's a fantastic course. It played beautifully. And in terms of value, in terms of courses at Boyne Resorts, I think you're going to really, really like the more if you haven't played it. And if you've played it before, you got to play it now. Uh, our guy Gordon caught up with Josh Richter. He's the director of golf at Boyne Resort. Josh Richter is the PGA Boyne Resort's director of golf and the man who operates the Boyne Golf Academy, which in really, I, I got to say, in the state of Michigan is second to none. Yes, thank you. Good morning, Guy. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. Um, you know, I, I, can, I don't think I know of any places that offer track man for the regular guy that stumbles up and wants to warm up before a round but wants to some more data about what's happening with his swing before going out. Yes, we're very fortunate as a green grass facility here in Michigan to have TrackMan range that we added uh, to the Ross Golf Complex this summer. And, uh, and like you said, to be able to get some data before your round or to simply go out and have a good time and play some games uh, on it as well. Whatever, whatever you're looking for, it has it. Yeah, the the older I get, the the more obsessed I get with uh, ball speed and club head speed. So I like that feedback. Yes, no yeah. doubt, and and it's it's funny sometimes. It's a little humbling uh, to see the actual numbers, but uh, motivating at the same time to work on your game with the academy and improve those numbers. If there's one thing that's kind of the universal complaint about golfers that come into your academy and they say, Josh, uh, this is something that I gotta fix. Is it the slice? Is it the fade? You know, the, the no, there's one word that really resonates every time, consistency. It's, you know, they want, to hit, be able to, they want to be able to hit it further, or, or if I'm not going to hit it further, I want to hit it straighter every time, or I, I want to keep it in play more. Just They're looking for more consistency in their game, so when they can go out, they can count on something to be able to make your way around the golf course the best they can to have the most fun. 
We know that because of the pandemic, we're seeing people pick up the sport in an astonishing rate. I talked to, I, I was I was at one of your competitors over at Crystal Mountain, ran into my next door neighbor, uh, who she is a, uh, she's only been in the game three years, but she wanted to invest in her game. Yeah. For somebody looking at that, can they really, can, can you, I don't want to say guarantee them, but can you assure them that this is money well spent, that this is an investment and they will see dividends? I think so, for sure. Um, you know, our, our golf academy team, led by Joe Charles, uh, Jeff Roth, and Dave McWhorter, are excellent. They're they're going to look at things from the individual perspective and what you're looking for to get out of the, out of the improvement and diagnosing then from there what's the roadmap and what kind of commitment can we get from you to be able to make sure that we can hit those goals. And we're trying to be realistic because if you want to, you know, go from shooting ninety to shooting eighty. Like you, you, there, we're going to need some commitment from you too in terms of uh, what you're going to do to get better. And I think on top of all that, we're going to help you with your equipment. Make sure you have every, the right stuff. The right stuff. And the other thing is too, Josh, it's just knowledge. You know, old timers like me, I've had a lot of lessons, and so I can do a little bit of self-diagnosis. Yeah. Those that have only been in the game a few years really don't have that knowledge base, and you can offer that to them too so they can do a little self-diagnosis when they go to the range. And that's something that – pays dividends as well. Talk to me about the kinds of different opportunities you have here to do that, because I know you've got, you've got things designed for couples. You have a program designed for women. Yes, exactly right. Uh, couple school, um, the ladies' school, and you know sometimes it's breaking down some of these barriers and, and, and creating a comfort level for you to enroll in these programs. Uh, you know, and sometimes it might be more comfortable for your spouse to come with you as opposed to or, or hang out with the gals. But in addition to that, we have customized uh, one-day golf schools we can do, and we're seeing a huge uh, uptick in people committing to series of golf lessons as opposed to one or two lessons, cutting into three, five, you know, ten packs mm-hmm. uh, as we work out, like I said, that roadmap for them to uh, improving their golf game and hitting the goals they want to hit yeah. and have more fun. Yeah, which is I, the goal. I mean, I can't think of anything better than coming up here in a beautiful northern Michigan setting, spending a couple hours in a clinic uh in the morning and they may be going out and playing in the afternoon or doing the zip line course or doing something else but creating an overall adventure experience but also investment in your golf game yeah i mean you nail it when you talk about the experience thing that's exactly right we have so many amenities so many opportunities to uh get whatever you're looking for out of your trip to northern michigan and to Boyne golf now i i've been to the Harmon school i've been to a to, to different academies um, I have never seen anything like the gears system. Explain to my listeners what that is and why it would be worth their time. Because I thought I thought it was fascinating. It, it, it is very fascinating. It's certainly uh, certainly very stimulating from the the amount of data that you're able to get out of there. And, and gears, you know, we think about it like an MRI for your golf swing. It, you, we put these sensors on your body so you can see how not only the clubs get moving, but how your body's moving. Uh, throughout your or motion not. Or, or, or not moving in some in some cases and and what we're very fortunate to have is not only having that gears but we can pair that with the trackman four and create an opportunity for you to have an exceptional amount of data to help you um, diagnose whatever the swing particular thing is whether it be body or do our club fittings are, are, I think, second to none because yeah. of that opportunity with all the equipment we have as well. A lot of fantastic courses at Boyne and with the renovations to more. Believe me, they're only getting better. All right, coming up next, it was probably my most excited stop on this trip. I was most excited 
about playing Bucks Run in Mount Pleasant, home of an LPGA qualifier a couple of years ago. I'll tell you about that coming up next here on Sports Wrap. Now back to more Sports Wrap. Presented by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel Sports app today. FanDuel, more ways to win. Here's Chris Renwick. So I'd heard so much about Bucks Run. It was a former LPGA qualifier. And I got to tell you, it absolutely lived up to the hype. The, the last five holes in particular are fantastic. You got the 14th. It's a elevated par three into an island peninsula. The other par three, hole 17, you've got a river running between you and the green. Fantastic hole. And I got to I gotta say, the, the, the 18th at Bucks Run was the best finishing hole we've seen all week just a gigantic lake along the left side of the fairway. You're way, way, way back elevated tee box and away you go. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely fantastic. We saw muskrats and turtles. We saw turtle laying eggs in a bunker. It was wild. Absolutely fantastic course. And our guy Gordon able to catch up with John Conklin, who's the general manager out of Bucks Run. John Conklin is a general manager and uh, PGA member of Bucks Run Golf Club, and he joins us. John, uh, thanks so much for being such a great host for, uh, I guess, our third year, second year, third year. Yeah, well, welcome. We, we're happy to have you, and what a perfect morning for it. Holy moly, the humidity dropped, the sun's out, and uh, the golf course is full. You know, let me set where we are. First of all, this is a beautiful clubhouse with, you know, all the great wooden stone that, that, that fits the environment here. But we're overlooking a great inland lake um, that is teeming with wildlife, and, and the course is situated around it. You've got the Chippewa River that runs so beautifully alongside so many of the holes. It really is great, and again, it's just it's 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 a half tank of gas to get up here. You can do it in a one day, or you can stay up here a couple days. Play the Polecat, play Tully St. Ives to the uh, to the west. Um, there's so many different options here, and of course, you got the casino that can be your base of operations. I'll tell you, with, with that centralized location, having the the casino around, having Central Michigan University around, we have a lot of different options for lodging and a lot of great golf courses. Um, so that is something, you know, with St. Ives, Tullymore down the way, the Polecat. We also have some other great uh, locations here locally, even uh, Eagle Glen that's only about uh, 20 minutes north of us, you know. Uh, it's it's a very nice gem to to have, and you're absolutely right. It's a centralized location where you can have just one tank of gas. So I got to tell you, yesterday, we never, the, the two times we've played the course, to see cool wildlife that I've never seen before. I had a porcupine cross my path the first time I played here. Yesterday, we had a turtle laying its eggs in one of the bunkers. Of course, we only know that because we were sharing the bunker with the turtle. Uh, uh, we saw, and I think, I think Chris tweeted it out, we saw eight turtles on a log, and they were getting buzzed by muskrats in your in your lake here. So, I mean, it's just a cool feel that, just gives you a sense that you're in the great outdoors. You're in the great outdoors, but you're you'd think you're in northern Michigan and you're not. And and that's what's nice as well. You're only two hours from uh Metro Detroit area. So if you were to de- I've tried to paint the word picture here. If you were to describe this course, because I think that the, the, there's a distinctive difference between your front nine and your back. Uh it almost reminds me of what Tom Doak did up at High Point, where he created a, a northern Michigan classic wood-lined course for his front nine, and in the back nine was open and kind of linksy. You've really got the best of both in, in, with this course, don't you? We really do. You're absolutely right. You're a little bit more wooded and guarded on the front nine. Um, 
the bigger difference is in playability standpoint is your two par threes are going to be a little bit more difficult. They're a little bit longer. Uh, and then you get into the back nine and you're, you're going to open up a little bit more. You're going to have a little bit more views of the river, like you were saying, the Chippewa River. Um, and then you're also going to have a little bit more elevation, I guess, a little bit more elevation change as well. Well, there, there are some just incredibly distinctive holes. I think it's, is it the 15th hole that's the dog leg right where you're hitting up to a mesa or a plateau? Uh, that's, uh, I think it's the 14th hole. The, the 14th hole is the downhole, uh, downhill par 3 with the uh, Peninsula Green. And then 15 is a straightaway par 5 that has um, uh, a hazard that you, or the river that you hit over on the tee shot, and then another little hazard that you hit over for the second then shot. It, then it's 13 that I'm thinking of. But I mean, yep. just you've got so many distinctive holes that, that stay in the memory. I was surprised at how many I remembered, because I usually try to have self-imposed amnesia after I'm done playing, John, because otherwise I'd be so scarred if I remembered all these horrible rounds. Uh, understandable. <laughs> <laughs> so it's self-preservation. Uh, any big events coming up at Bucks Run that folks need to know about? And, and give Give us a sense of some of the packages that you offer. Yeah, thank you. Uh, right now, we don't have a lot of huge events. We do a lot of great uh, individual or individual events. You know, like next Thursday, we do a bruise on the green that we've been doing for a while, where we bring in a different uh, different vendor for craft beer, and they're out on the golf course. We have a pairing of food with our chefs out there that makes something that caters to the beer, and it's a scramble event. And you go around and have fun after work. Uh, we do that a few times a year. We just did something similar to that when we were at Treetops, and it's amazing how these chefs can infuse their dishes with the beer and the very distinctive flavors of the beer that that come out in the food. It's an amazing thing that when you let the beer replace the water in the recipe, the kind of magical things that can happen there. It is, and we do another one, uh, a tequila, teas, and tacos, you know, where you, you match those things up. So we've been doing that the last few years, and it's been it's been a lot of fun for our local community to be able to come out and do that on a, you know, a Thursday night at a 5.30 shotgun. Um, but uh, from there, we do offer a lot of play and stay packages. It's really grown in our area. We are not a full resort. However, we act like a resort because we partner with six lodging partners. We partner with 10 other golf courses. Uh, it's an a la carte package. So it's not like a normal resort where it's a two-night, three-round package. Right. It's X, Y, Z. You can vary. You know, If you want to play and come in and, and, and be a price point package, you can do that. If you want the best of the best and play Tullymore, St. Ives, Bucks Run, you can do that as well. So we are going to cater to each type of golfer. And I got to tell you, I think that that's a great lineup right there. Only I would play Bucks Run, Tullymore, St. Ives, Bucks Run. My man. I like it. All right. Uh, John Conklin, thanks so much. We sure appreciate it, your hospitality, but we also just deeply appreciate the condition of the golf course. It is beautiful, and the layout is spectacular. Yeah, we are uh, very privileged to be out here. Craig McKinley, our superintendent, has done a great job, and Jerry Matthews, our architect. Yeah, the, the amazing thing, too, we, we never saw, we were never bugged by a bug yesterday here. No. Wasn't we, that amazing? No, we were, we were ambushed by a whole uh, a herd a squadron of gnats. Of gnats. Uh, where was that? That was up in, was, uh, in, in, at Crystal, uh, at Crystal yeah, right? Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> Over on the Betsy. And uh, no, not a single gnat. <laughs> On, on this track at Bucks. Then I'm doing my job. No doubt. You, you really pay attention to detail. You bought off the mats. John, thanks so much. Thank you. And I got to tell you, in terms of distance, in terms of location, you're not going to get a much better kind of up north feel 
uh, than Bucks Run, only in Mount Pleasant. A fantastic, fantastic course. And believe me, highly, highly recommended. Unfortunately, we did not get to play Detroit Golf Club because they are now preparing that for the Rocket Mortgage Classic, which is only days away. I will tell you something about DGC. It's a it's a really fun course. Uh, it's gonna. You, I mean, look, Bryson DeChambeau won it last year. Long hitters really like the course. Uh, they do really well there. The rough is rough. It is a very, very tough spot to hit in, uh, hit out of at DGC, but it's a fantastic course, and believe me, it's going to be an absolute prime condition uh, coming up for that tournament. That's going to do it for us. We'll catch you tomorrow here on Sports Wrap on WJR.